Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the What Did He Said podcast. It's your boy Chingo Blingo with the big tamarindo we have in the building. Marisol with the... I need, I, need, I need to make up a rhyming one like that. Marisol. What's the one? This Marisol. This Marisol. My name is Marisol. I'm number one. My reputation is having fun. So if you see me, don't step aside because this girl don't take, don't fly. There you go. There you go. And that's who I am. Uh, welcome to another episode. Uh, excited to be back. The studio is looking great. It's getting nice and organized. But right now... I want to welcome everybody to the fam, to the fam-a-lam, to the fam-bam, Los Patrones. That's right, everybody that's been hitting up the Patreon, uh, bless them with some new music today, uh, music that's not, probably may not be released. We're going to see what the patrons think, because son Los Patrones, we got to do what they say. And the patrons also, tomorrow, we will ship out their free bobblehead for joining on Patreon. And because this episode is for sure going to go on, on the Patreon app and uh, isn't can't get taken down, won't get censored, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna act a motherfucking fool. I'm cussing everything. So there's your there's your uh, there's your there's your uh, that's your heads up. That's your warning. If you got kids in the car, tell them put their headphones on, stare at that motherfucking iPad. We cussing. We, we grown so- folk. So I want to shout out some patrones right now. Some of the people from the Patreon. <coughs> If you want more info, go to patreon.com forward slash chingo blink. April Rocha, muchísimas gracias. Bum, bum, bum. Ariana Jimenez, Avi Rivera, Avi. He sounds like he could be like a Jewish Mexican. Mm. Uh, Bronson, that boy just put one name. Uh, Chris Avalos, <laughs> Claudia Sainz. Like Prince, Bronson. Claudia Sainz, Erica Cardoza, Ever, Javier, Jackie, Janet Pantaleon, Jesus Delgadillo, Juanita Cordova, Marco Moctezuma, ay cabrón. Mary Marie Williamson, oh, wow. a little bit for diversity. Matt Chapa, Melanie Mendoza, Melissa Arredondo, Miguel Venegas, the homie Mike Bailey, Sabino Gonzalez, Samuel Renteria, Teresa Salazar Martinez, and so many more. We really appreciate you guys. You guys make this podcast possible. It's brought to you by the Patreons. Thank you. However, also shout out to Eighth Wonder, man. They got some delicious vodka out. You know, that's not an ad. That's not a sponsor. I just wanted to throw that out there. Because May 3rd. We are working with them. Eighth we are Wonder, partners May 3rd. Eighth Wonder Brewery. Man, if you did not attend first annual Chingo de Mayo, then you don't know what I'm about to tell you. But we're going to have to hand out some some uh, rash ointment cream because all the twerking that's going to be going on. <laughs> you know, sometimes a little bit of dirt and dust get up in the crevices and you twerking all day. And you've been drinking micheladas and stuff and, and doing a grito contest and you just having a time of your life. That's why you might need to be prepared. So it was hot last year. Hopefully this year it also does not rain. But it's the second annual. And either way, we're going to be dancing cumbia in the rain if it does rain. It was boiling hot last year. But we have refreshing craft beer, Houston's own independent brewery, Eighth Wonder, the home of the second annual Chingo de Mayo. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. Can you believe it's the second annual? Second annual. We learned a lot on the first one. Okay. I am going to give you guys a little bit. Man, that voice. I'm going to give you guys. (laughs) And I'm I'm doing a podcast with shades on. Bitch. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because we really not giving a fuck. Just for the patrons. <laughs> um, okay, so crazy little back behind the scenes things about the Cinco de Mayo thing. Chingo de Mayo, excuse me. So when Trademark. Chingo came to me and he said, Babe, I want to throw a festival. I want to throw a festival. I want to throw the 
Cinco de Mayo party. I said, what? Like, it's only like two and a half months away. Are you aware? I was like, yes, I don't give a damn. He's I like, want a festival. Make me a festival. And we made you a festival. Hey, that was my cumpleaños. Mijo quiere festival. I'll do festival. So I made it happen. But guys, what y'all don't know is literally that festival was planned in a month and a half and it was packed and it was packed we pulled it off there was nothing janky about it we had merch we had great we had great uh talent website uh website branding videos everything from the from the art that uh our creative director david melgar made for us and, you know and, what i'm saying and amazing amazing performers and uh, musicians we had speak speaks in the house from uh mexico city totally that's when i met bo bundy as y'all know, me and Bo have already done like two songs, and we have another one uh, brewing. Um, but who else is there? We had El Dusty. Yeah, El Dusty. Know, we Dust. had uh, Peligrosa. We had. Shout out to all those guys because they made it so crunk. And it was crazy thing. Hopefully, uh, well, I know that this guy listens to the podcast because he told us he does. But the guy that was getting down on the dance floor the whole oh, yeah, night, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Check it. I wanted it there. Oh, my bad, because I wanted it in my shot, too. But it's cool. Talking about the little chingo bobblehead, which all the patrons, we're going to be mailing those out tomorrow. We're shipping those out. Yes. But anyway, going back to my story, the crazy thing is um, we love going to Whole Foods. Like, we really do, like, sad. But um, that's kind of where we have our dates sometimes. Haven't gone in a while. I guess it's not sad, because I love going there. Actually, where are we taking the girls for ice cream after this? Oh, oh maybe Chocolate they can... bar or... Um, I don't know. Either either we can go to Whole Foods to they can have Moshi or mm-hmm. we go to find somewhere where there's oh they have ice cream at the chocolate bar place too. So that's possible and it's down the street from us. Anyway. I, I kinda I'm kinda liking the Whole Foods option better. Yeah. But go on. Okay, anyway, so crazy thing is we go to Whole Foods the next day and this guy comes up to Chingo and he was like, Hey, what's up? Hey, the party was crunk. The bro. party was crunk and we we're like, What? Who the fuck is this at Whole Foods talking about? Yeah, because he was all like professional <laughs> now, you know? <laughs> he wasn't he was, doing the worm on the dirt. Oh my god, guys, this guy was making it happen on yeah. the dance floor. He was yeah, he doing set the it worm. Off. He I didn't mean give a damn. he got it. Crunk. I was holding back a little bit. <laughs> a know, lot of it. I didn't want to twist my ankle on, on on, on gravel but a uh, homeboy didn't give a damn he said fuck gravel exactly and so it was crazy because we were like oh shit you're the guy that was on the dance floor he's What's like up? he's like you don't recognize me hold on watch this drop down did a burpee <gasps> totally remember this worm <laughs> <laughs> man when i hit the worm in the gravel oh what's oh up my fool? God. it was so damn what you doing man i work here for he started breaking down uh Whole Foods ethical treatment of animals. Yeah, we know. Yeah, dog, cows play. We give them balls to play in the field. It's hilarious because (laughs) I just think it's crazy that, um, you know, I mean, everybody does it. On during the week, you're, you know, Mister Eight to Five, and then you know, on the weekend, you know, it's 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 time for you. You're not. Mrs. or Mr. 8 to 5, you know? Yeah, yeah. You're so not anyway, the Whole Foods Exactly. Manager. So it was funny because, um, you know, he he made it, you know, he made it worth his while. He had a great time and he came out and, you know, it was just crazy to see him. But it was honestly, um, I was very stressed out because obviously, as you guys know, I also handled the tour. So I was extremely stressed out because I didn't know how I was going to make 
this festival happen. But the city showed up and showed love. Totally. And it was great. Uh, the Michelada contest was on fire. That's where I feel probably needs some improvement, and it will be a lot more improved this year, guys. So if you were somebody who entered the Michelada contest, mm-hmm. um, it was a little bit chaotic at the beginning. And, and then this year we're doing a crowd favorite winner too yes we're doing the people's choice award yeah, people's choice for the michelada so that means that the people at, that are attending the festival will get to actually vote on your michelada so if you are not from houston and you want to come out make sure you buy your tickets if you're a city, patreon guess what yeah. you got the link first yeah we already to gave buy the it buy tickets so thank you if you've already purchased your tickets so the city came out it was epic mark your calendars May 3rd, 2020 is the second annual Chingo de Mayo at 8th Wonder. And if you haven't yet, check out the um, episode where we talked about the... Yeah, um, we should probably have Ryan back on. Um, Ryan, the CEO of uh, 8th Wonder. Yeah. So Long Beach was lit. Fresno was lit. Um, Let's talk about that for a little bit. Um, When we first... First of all, we had to get up early as a motherfucker. Because those are the sacrifices you make when you want to leave out leave out of town the day of the show and you're going to be traveling Well, let's all talk day. about why we do why we just started to do I'm, that. And that's yeah. what I'm setting up, which is say the show's on a Friday, normally eh, I'll leave on a Thursday, you know, get a feel of the city. Time. Yeah, like come in and review your notes cuz now you're just isolated and you you can focus better. Um, you know, but you know, we got little ones. We got kids and stuff, so it's kind of like let me uh, let daddy sacrifice so it's going to be a little bit less prep time. It's going to be a little bit more down to the wire and hectic. So we had plenty of shit to get done uh, home. So we kind of needed that extra little time, too. And not to mention, last year, I guess. Uh, patrons, Sorry. do not be alarmed. Do not be alarmed. I didn't want to burp on the Okay, I thought mic. she was a little, Sorry, guys. a little brain fart. No. So, uh, the first year Penny was born and I got back on the road with you, we were still kind of doing it different to where you were taking off the night before mm-hmm. and I was taking off the day of the show mm-hmm. to get there to be able to sell merch. Make I, was the show the, I was hitting the club in the in the city. You know, I was, you know, chilling with the locals, turning up. Whatever. But uh, <laughs> so then we realized during that time that there was we could if we got there early enough, you know what I'm saying? That one, we could save money on hotel, <laughs> and uh, two, we could not be was, gone as much. Not, yeah, exactly, not be gone as much, and that's kind of where that little thing uh, popped off. The only time that I'm gonna say there's a couple of dates that we have on tour this year where we're gonna have to get out there the day before, mm-hmm. uh, but then most of them were able to. Which honestly, it's ideal. It's yeah, ideal. that's ideal. Because you're actually giving your body a ch- like really stress level. You really, guys, if you... If that way they could get a better performance, too, you know? I've started to vlog all our trips, especially when we're out of town. And the reason why I do that is because everyone always thinks like, oh, and, and guys, don't get me wrong. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Before I say that, this job is fun. It's fun for me. I yeah, know like it's hella would, fun for you. I would you. perform for free. Like, you know, it's all a traveling part to come with it. <laughs> well, you got to make it worth the while. Yeah, the traveling part is really hard. I'm just going to give you an example. So the day that we came back, which is Sunday, we were in Fresno. We were flying out of LAX. And the reason for that is because, again, you guys got to remember, I'm the one that makes the budget. And it was too expensive to 
fly out of San Jose or fly out of Bakersfield. And what I mean by... Basically, it was a difference in dollar amount. It was a like, huge difference. It wasn't like a like $100 difference. We're talking yeah. about like $500 difference to book that flight each, they're, they're which like, would have totaled $1,000 between the two of us. They're like, damn, bro, you chingo bling, bro. You're <laughs> supposed to be able to just be like, fuck it. And you are able to. That's why you're able to take off a couple of months to regroup because we are tight during the year. Basically, what we're saying is the company jet is Southwest <laughs> Airlines. Anyway, my point, my point to that was, is that Sunday we traveled, we got up, we took off at 730 in the morning, drove all the way to LAX, mm-hmm. dropped off the rental, jumped on a plane. Couldn't hit no dispensary. <laughs> we didn't hit a dispensary. Barely got coffee. Barely got coffee. And then from there. How do you barely get coffee? Well, because like we got it, but you know. You know what? I'm curious. Are most people like chuggers of coffee, like you are, or, or sippers. sippers? I'm a sipper. Facts. What about you? You know, it depends on you know if I'm trying to get the effect quicker. I've seen you like chug a coffee, and I'm just like, ooh, I can't do that. Well, hey. I can't Opposites because attract. I really like to savor. Actually, that's false. Do you know that the, they did this like clinical research? <laughs> well, you can't stump Marty's hole with shit. <laughs> Anything you say, <laughs> you know what? I got something for that. Uh, in 2003, there was a study by the uh, University <laughs> of uh, Massachusetts. And uh, uh, it was a blind placebo. <laughs> and what they conducted and found, the hypotenuse or the hypothesis. Well, my point for Sunday was that <laughs> we left at 7.30 in the morning from Fresno and we didn't make it to Houston until 9 p.m. So it was a fucking travel day. All travel day. But uh, guess what? Uh, the Laugh Factory in Long Beach was packed in a mug. Um, so much love in that area, man. Like. California in general just shows so much fucking love, but goddamn, so- so- SoCal, LA area is so huge, so many people that you're able to hit, you know, Pasadena and Burbank and Brea and Oxnard and Ontario and Irvine and Hollywood, and it's like, damn, you're seeing different crowds, and they're like, when you gonna come to Compton? When you gonna mm. come to Southgate? When you coming over here? You know, and uh, Long Beach was lit. Got to work with Martin Moreno for the first time. Yeah, and uh, George, George Perez. Perez. Yeah. Yeah, kicked Some veterans George. in the game. Man, Hilarious, and, and, guys. And not only did I learn so much just from watching them work, but, uh, you know, they gave me notes. They were giving me some tips and advice and, you know, suggestions and mm-hmm. things like that. But a lot of props, too. Like, they really, like, boosted my confidence. They're just like, bro, we ain't never seen this club this packed. Like, you got a hell of a crowd. They, they're loyal as fuck. They got your back. Um, you know, they were like, you've come a long way for only doing stand-up five and a half years. Like in terms of everything we got going. I'm thanks to the agree. patrons, thanks to the fans. Los patrones. Well, I saw you literally second show after you started your comedy career. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember my friend who introduced us sent me the video of Chingles, <coughs> one of Chingles' first time on. Was it your, wasn't one of your very, very no, first time? No, it times? was, it was pretty much my very first time. <laughs> okay, bless you. Um, okay. And so I was like, okay, he's a lot funnier that was, person. I wonder what happened yeah, here. Yeah, that was August 15th. And uh, I thought, oh, he must have been nervous. You know what I'm saying? And so I was like, okay. Stand-up is hard. It's very hard. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you. Because you get, you get thrown in these situations like late show Fresno was a little bit thinner than usual. And, they, you know, they made you work for it. Not that they were, like, super rowdy, but... It's kind of like, hey, man, it's not that many of us, so you're going to have to really 
connect with us, engage us, and like the dynamic, like people were spread out. You know, there were a couple of little empty chairs in the front. So I like played a game off top. Like <clears throat> I saw that George, George Perez, who featured, first of all, you having an OG headliner feature. That mm-hmm. just shows how humble. Because a lot of motherfuckers that are like headliners and got credits and shit, they probably don't want to change their yeah. role. Yeah, They're yeah, too yeah, good, yeah. you mm-hmm. know. So shout out to them. Uh, I saw how George had to go off script and he started doing crowd work because he had to adjust to the crowd. Mm-hmm. So before he was even done introducing me, I just like ran up like we can't have no long chingo mm. with his not super packed. So yeah, you cut him off. I guard. cut him <laughs> off and like act like I was shanking him just to let the crowd know we're improvising. Like no holds barred. You have no idea what I'm about to do. And um, I want to test myself in that regard so that I can really start giving people a fun experience. Like, have you heard of stories of uh, Steve Martin when he was doing uh, clubs and, uh, and theaters and shit, he would take the whole crowd with him to go get ice cream. Oh. Like, they're doing a conga line, and, like, you're following me, and that's what people were paying to come participate. Interesting. Uh, <clears throat> so there's a lot of stuff like that where you can just bend the rules, like, you know. Okay, I was just trying to have a vibe. I, I know, but you can kind of hear it. Look, it gives the sound character, y'all. Like, y'all are hanging with us. Uh, I even had the little fog machine going right before. So, um, you know. Oh, what kind of vibe was that? Like, we're at the club or? Just like, you know, I want people to feel like with this podcast, I don't want it to be one of those like, wham, bam. Yeah, we're clocking in. We're talking for an hour. And then we're clocking out. We want it to be like, yo, episode 73, man. When you, you know what I'm saying? When Mm -hmm. you told that story or like. That shit was so relatable, like just intimate. Yeah. A connection. Yeah. From now on, everything I want to do, I just want it to be as funny as possible, as creative as possible, and really connect with the core audience, with the true, true, true fans. Yeah. You know, not the little, uh, I might scroll past your shit. Somebody yeah. that's like really vested in, I'm, I'm counting on you, I'm putting my bets on you. You know what's funny? I don't know where I was. Jeez, I can't remember where I was. And I remember just watching someone. It was something on the air, uh, on the airplane, I think. And it was a younger person, and she was just going through Instagram, just liking everything, fast, like really fast, like super That's duper how fast. They do it. And she was just liking. Like, I'm like, you didn't even look at the picture, and you're just liking it. I ain't gonna lie. When I scroll, if I don't really care for your picture, I'm not gonna like it. Yeah, I can't mean, give away all these likes. For I mean. Free. You got work for the likes. And sometimes I even unfollow them because it's like, oh. Why would just, you post that? Unfollow. Yeah, you're just really not that like, interesting. Sorry, to me. Yeah. I'm going to have to unfollow you, so bye. Thank I'm you, really, next. Yeah, thank you, next. Totally. So you, I next. was like, these little young millennials, like, they don't even take the time to read what I wrote. They're just liking my picture. I'm over here struggling on this caption. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, just going back to what we're talking about. So just wrapping up. Tying a nice ribbon on our Cali trip. Uh, we're going to be out there for the whole summer. <clears throat> I vlogged a little bit last year, and I'm turning it into like a, a little web uh, reality show called like the Blinks Take Cali. So season one is getting wrapped up. And you know, Are we giving that to the Patreon? You know first? who's getting it okay. first. I thought so. Los Patrones. Los Patrones, they need their own theme song. Our Patreon people, they need like they need custom beats. Like, don't send us no regular beats. We gave them new music today. Um, 
you know, they, they need custom merch. Like, yeah. these hats are for the patrons. Well, we're going to get some stuff. It's brewing. So, patrons, stay tuned, guys. Patrons, we, submit your artwork. Yeah. So, we're, we're excited about... Um, we're excited about it. You know you know what I feel the patrons is for, for, for me? Um, so, a while back, I had started a Facebook group, right? It was called The Hacks of Life, which is still running, and it's being run on its own from the other women who joined. I now, like never post all i do is basically go in there and read to like, see like like a uh, what do they call them like ghost watch what yeah i just basically and really why I, I i watch it is to make sure no one's on there like being ugly because the whole purpose of my group on facebook was i didn't want negativity you know so anyway this reminds me of that because it's so much more intimate and literally there is on un- literally Literally, no, go ahead. Every time we do a podcast, (laughs) this boy corrects me, (laughs) and I'm gonna start doing it to him. I'm just trying to be funny, anyway. Didn't I just say everything I do, the shit gotta be off the chain, creative, and funny? Didn't I just say that? That was there was nothing creative about that, just so you know. Okay, literally, literally, it reminds me of that whole thing because I was able to speak to people, even those, those people followed me on Instagram, right. It was the opportunity for me to be able to speak to them one-on-one rather than, oh, you sent me a DM. I think I replied to you. Yeah, I'm yeah, not it's sure, more of a, you know. a different forum, a different type of platform. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, I think this is a really Community. cool thing. It was Connection. really cool. Exactly. That's what I love best about probably the podcast, too, is I feel like whenever people come up to me at the merch booth and they're like, I love y'all's podcast, I feel like, Oh, you're part of this little podcast tribe with us. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't know about the podcast, you don't get what we've talked about. You're not going to get we, the inside joke. Like I told you the last time that that happened, where um, what did you um, just call them? Podcast what? Tribe. Yeah. So, okay, go ahead. I'm gonna hold my thought. Go ahead. <coughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. So, remember I told you that someone had sent me a message about for someone who's so positive or, or oh fake hair fake eyebrows fake lashes oh but you're still cute boo remember i told yeah, you somebody to talk, t- shit. To talk shit exactly bitch so bitch, i got my shades on on this podcast bitch this, we cussing on this motherfucking podcast <laughs> so then a fan who listens to the podcast heard where what i had said on the podcast and then she sends me a dm joking i rarely post selfies guys if you look at my instagram there's counted. Marisol is different. She's not the selfie type. So, I just, yeah, I don't really like selfies. I don't even know what to do with my face in a selfie. I try my hardest. Anyhow, um, just know that whenever I post a selfie, it probably took about a hundred tries before I got it. So, anyway, so she tried to joke about it, and she goes, she goes, fake hair, fake eye, mm-hmm. and I didn't get it. And I was like, oh, excuse was me? Joking. I was like, uh, and I wrote back, I was like, but Trick? I got the realest pros- personality. Like, I got crunk with her, and she goes, Calm down. I was just quoting what you said on the podcast. <laughs> so you better put quotes around it and put. Remember what you said on the podcast. So you fuck around, might as well I, get an address I, on you. I apologize. I told her I was sorry. I was like, oh my god. I was like, girl. I was like, girl. Don't like, go there. Like I was. I thought she it, was finna roll is up. Is this another one? Like Jesus Christ. Like I, that's why I said the last. I actually on the vlog that I'm dropping this today. It's funny because I said on there that people just are savages and it's like they all feel like they have the right to leave, you know, whatever kind of That's comment. the internet though. Yeah, that, it is. It is. And that's why I don't even care anymore. And it, it makes me more like laugh about them like, wow, what 
inner issue are you having to where you feel like you have to leave this little like smart ass comment i don't if i don't like something of something that i'm watching i just don't watch it anymore and i skip it and i find another video to watch right or if i see something i don't ever leave a bad comment on anybody's shit i just don't comment are you gonna you get know? some barbecue in kansas city yeah i mean <laughs> yeah you know, I'm not really a barbecue person. Oh, because all the smoke? I, I, especially if it's smoked, guys, I get bad, bad, bad heartburn. And I, had, I learned that the hard way. It's so good, right? And it sucks because I can't really eat it because I end up with some serious Man heartburn. Burps. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. The first time it happened to me, I was like, oh, why do I feel so awful? And then it was like. You might be, like, allergic to that much because, you know. When it's when it's a bunch of smoke, it's damn near like a, I don't want to say carcinogen, but like um, it's something that burnt off. You know what I mean? Like it's the remnant of fire. I don't yeah. know. It I, make no I sense. would rather go to like a little hole in the wall barbecue place when we go to Kansas City versus the big place we went to last time. It was great. Don't get me wrong. The food was good. I forget the name of the place. I we want went to say to. it's like Grady's or something like that. Yeah. Oh wait, the fancy one. The with, fancy with my one. Family? With your family. Oh, yeah, I don't remember the name. It was down there in that little developed area. Yeah, um, so that's the only thing. I, I really enjoy going to people's places who are like little mom and pops and, you know, um, like that place we went to in Fresno that we found oh, by, the, the, by the hotel. Birria Tacos. It was, you could tell it was family owned. You can tell um, that was the son working with the dad. You know what I'm saying? The tortilleras were probably like the aunts of the family. You know what I'm saying? So you it was like, um, I just really, I enjoy that because. It sounds I, like, a, like a rap hook. You could tell that I be, mm, huh. see, you could tell. The tortilleras with the tip jar. You could tell that it's the son working with the dad. You could tell. <laughs> <laughs> this shit authentic, yeah. You could tell. But yeah, so I love places like that. And usually those type of places end up being better than just like Even though you risk chorro a little bit, that's you run into risk sometimes because <sighs> you never know. Okay, here's the reason for that. I've been what? eating clean. Oh I didn't say I had chorro. I'm just saying my stomach was hurting. Do you not remember? Okay, yes. I was worried about what you were going to uh, confess. I didn't say I had chorro. I'm you just know, we're saying. We're syndicated. We, we people listen in about <laughs> two, three countries. Canada, Mexico, we're and here. So, um, <laughs> I got a really bad stomach. The food was so good, but I got a really bad stomach ache, and that's because I've been eating super clean. And so I haven't really had, like, shit made out of that kind of grease. You know what I'm saying? Like, Even though we did have Jack in the Box the other night. Yeah, but it's not that kind of grease. Does that make it's sense? It's like family-owned and operated kind of grease. It's like that kind of grease where, yes, this was part of the pig. Like, maybe I shouldn't have drank that consomme. Yeah, like it was juice. exactly. And but so, it had, like, straight grease. Um, I think that's what fucked up my stomach. And I was like, remember I told you, I was like, yeah, I should probably not try to eat bad food like that you know what i'm saying like i should probably like ease into it versus like shit this is good you know we, what i'm saying we also have naples florida coming up um the spot is called a off the hook and their food is off the that's hook. that's where i was going oh my god um the seafood and the pasta and the damn the selections like that place like that's i'm not gonna lie to you when i know we're going off the hook i'm like hell yes Fuck their around, food is day. so good i know because marisol in the dj booth with a lobster yes <laughs> I was like, and he's like, you can order whatever you want. I'm like, you know, because at first you're kind of like, no, I'm good. No, I'm going to eat. Naples, Florida. If you want to see me on stage fat, (laughs) 
Uh, I will see you there, off the hook comedy spot, and it's like a restaurant in the daytime. So obviously, while you're eating the food, and you know, it's like you're at a comedy club, but you're not, because normally comedy club is just more simple, basic stuff. But they they do well as far as like yeah, uh, a lot of the like clubs comedy, have good. Uh, as good far food. as like they no no no, I mean like, as in they run the club well, meaning like they seat people. Yeah, they bring they're, good they're still They're still um, you know they they try to run like a comedy club. So I. I for it being a restaurant during the day, I'm very impressed at the fact that they still run a pretty yeah. good show. I mean, for us to even do it there, you, yeah. know, you know it's got to be a good fan experience. Yeah, so I really love the food there. But, yeah, so... Um, and then we got ATL Ho after that. In West Palm Beach. Wait, ATL then West Palm? Or West Palm then ATL? I think it's West Palm then ATL. Oh, shit. I need to start including that. Or maybe West Palm is not until April. Damn, no sabemos. Total, este, I know we're coming to Atlanta for sure at uh, Atlanta Comedy Theater. I think that's over there, like Gwinnett. I think the name of the area is like Northside. I don't recall. It's that way. Mm-hmm. So whatever what's, Amigos what's the What's the food in, El- in Atlanta? Eh? <clears throat> well, Atlanta is known for Chick-fil-A. They're also known for Varsity Hot Dogs. That's like one of their old landmark, like a drive-thru burger, burger fries type joint. Is it like a Sonic? Like Coney Island, but off the chain. Oh, mm. But off the chain, okay. it, they like put it. It's part of their culture, so they, it's an iconic sign. Got it's it. a people take pictures there. Oh, it's they put the it place in movies. They put it in videos. The um, it's it, they have one of those have inside one in the airport. airport, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I need to hit my boy Roland up from out there, and um, Paco Sumo, a bunch of homies I got out there, Cap G and all his brothers and shit. Uh, see what's cracking. So Atlanta, we did not go there last year. So, uh, or the know. year before, no shit. The last time we were there was 2016. No shit. Wow, wow, that's unbelievable. So, I'll tell you this um, the show's gonna be lit, man. I think y'all are really gonna enjoy the show mm-hmm. because uh, last time I was there, it was different material, and uh, I'm, I'm proud of what we're cooking up. So, we got a lot of new jokes and stuff in development, mm-hmm. and uh, and I love performing, man. Um, I love this gig, um, you know, and we just want to take a, a, what's the word, man, um, you know, a vibe type of approach on the podcast. That's why I had candles going, and <laughs> even though it was fucking up the sound, you know, like, thank you for your patience. It's okay. They want to hear, you know, f- flames and shit in their headphones <laughs> or, or in the car. While they're, while they're driving to work? Yeah. It's relaxing. You don't notice I always play part of my night routine is I'll have like the little rain I know. Sound. I hate it. The rain or some type of little sound, you know. Um, you know, one thing I want to start doing on the podcast is like bling advice. I don't know. Like, uh, uh-huh. like uh, whatever. Like and let so, people send in questions? Yeah. So if, if you would like some advice from the blings mm-hmm. or you're in a little situation and you're like, what would the blings do? Yeah, and if you're a patron, and if you're a patron, you're already going back and forth with me on the little DM. And in case you guys don't know, um, guess what? He is the one working the app. You're actually talking to Chingo. Just so you know, it's not me. It's not a robot. It's actually Chingo replying to your messages. And it's obvious because I'm able to uh, on Patreon. It has like a Snapchat, Instagram story type of function. Okay, it's called Lens. So I like well, my phone's recording, but mm-hmm. um. I can open up the Patreon app right now, click uh, like the plus sign, and then click on Lens, and now I can like I upload it from the gym. Oh, yeah. oh wow! Yeah, I upload it from the gym. 
So, so I have a question for so you. So it's though. like it's basically, <coughs> it's like a private. It, this should sound perverted as shit, but it's like a private Instagram, basically, right? Because if you're a patron, you're the only one that has access to that. Unless I post something, else, you know, I, I don't want to do that. So I didn't post. Like whenever I post some shit on the lens on a Patreon, I don't post nothing uh, from that activity or place or whatever. Um, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. So, um, same way you can see on Instagram, like who saw your who saw your videos, uh-huh. you're able to see that on yeah. the uh-huh. oh, yeah, tell, and it'll wow, tell you if it's a tier cool. one or tier two what? type of person. No so way. this is what I was gonna say earlier. I didn't want to interrupt. You said something about podcast tribe. So. Let's see if uh, somebody can give us a suggestion because, you know, like the church of what's happening now, they're going to say, like, welcome to the church or I'm a member of the church. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The Flagrant 2 podcast, Andrew Schultz, uh, they're uh, Flagrant Army. Mm-hmm. So Flagrant Army. Um, you know, everybody has like their little. The what did he say? Glica. Glica. Pinche pandilla, güey. What did he say? Los patrones. Um, and it's not, it's not just. I think when we first started it, like when we first came up with it, we wanted to make it very like podcast centric, if that's the word. Like, it's like almost like the the online home of the podcast or whatever. But I want to make it more for like just the diehard fans that just might be like, oh shit, I got a poster in the mail. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, remember you gave us your address. Okay, so I'm uh-huh. guilty at one point of being on the Kim Kardashian app, and so I would pay the little. One ninety nine a month is what she would charge, right? And I know that everyone's like, why does she freaking like the Kardashians so much? I already told you guys it has really nothing to do with that. It's the way they operate that amazes me, especially the way Kris Jenner, the mom, operates on everything. Well, all of them. They all have something happening. But anyway. Except for Rob. Ooh. Ooh actually, Rob has the socks. Nah, no, my man. The King George Arthur or some shit. Of yeah, the this episode's for the patrons. So I don't give a damn. I'm talking <laughs> shit. I'm talking shit. That's what the people want. Yeah, that's what y'all want. Y'all want me to talk shit and talk, talk your shit, Chingo. Put that in the comments. He's actually very rude. Who, Rob? No, you. Oh. Uh, when you're when you want to talk shit, so don't let them piss you off. Who? Just people in oh, general. Rob Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, me vale madre, wey. Mira, tengo 40 años, wey. You know how Joey Diaz always be saying, like, I'm. He's always like, I'm 56, and you know, who, what are you gonna where are you gonna find me from? Like, who the fuck? Who's yeah. gonna censor me? I know. You know what's so funny though is that sometimes I think because I just I'm just scared because I already got kicked off of YouTube once. Well, you know what's funny for me it was like um, I'm waiting for someone to eventually make a comment on the vlogs and say, does she ever wear makeup? Does she ever fix her hair? Because I always uh-huh. have, you know, just funky as you know bun, and I'm never wearing makeup. I wear glasses, sunglasses all the time. I'm in gym clothes. I'm just waiting for someone to leave a shitty ass comment about that. But you know, here's the thing. It's like the other day I was like, I don't care. (laughs) I don't like if I wanted for you guys to see a fake version of myself, then I would do the fake version of myself. You know what I'm saying? But legit, that is how I run around all day long. Marisol is pretty fucking authentic. And that's what I look like. I don't just get ready for fun. Like, I get ready because we're going somewhere, uh, you know, like, mm-hmm. but when I'm running around doing errands and doing all that, I mean, I'm not trying to get dolled up, you know? So that's 
partially the reason why I like wearing a wig because I wake up with my hair done and uh, and then, you know, your hair is done. You got to worry about your makeup, you know. So my thing behind that is, is the reason I enjoy wigs so much is because I wake up and my hair is done. Uh, before we wrap up, because we're going to take the girls to go get some ice cream, probably at Whole Foods, I believe. Hopefully, El Compa is there. Um, uh, tell them your podcast, and we're trying to figure out what day. First of all, we're trying to meet my deadlines, too. <laughs> like, Chingo, what's your day for uploading? But uh, it's called Her. Her Lounge Podcast. And uh, I've only got two episodes right now because I haven't really figured out when I'm going to drop, if I'm dropping every other week or every week. Um, I think I'm recording tomorrow for sure. Well, we want to be consistent. We want to be weekly. So if that's something you want, you know, anybody listening, if if this is what you want, you know, support it. Uh, We'll make it a priority Um, because we are busy as a motherfucker. And for instance, if I'm understand if I'm spending time in the podcast studio, you know, which is a priority and I enjoy doing it and I think it's important, but that's it it's less likely that I'm going to go to open mic that day, it's less likely that I'm going to hit a music studio that day cuz I still got to go pick up kids from school, yeah. do regular shit, um other stuff, at taxes and <laughs> talking about that today i said if i had an assistant what exactly could she really do for me or he yeah because some stuff because some things all majority things have to be done by us like i just sometimes i want to delegate this stuff okay like maybe the only thing would be like can you go grocery shopping for us oh yeah but there's an app for that but now i order my uh, that's what i'm getting at now i can order my groceries on the app and they get delivered to my house so no need for that there's little things that I guess we could need we need an, a personal assistant for, but we maybe we're just like um. Uh, no, it's just that the nature of uh the way we these are, da- like the the stuff we do like you can't go in the studio for me. You're not. Yeah. It's a different voice now. It's you writing your lyrics. Like mm-hmm. you, you can't replace me there. Um, I mean, you could be a guest on the podcast, but you I still kind of got to be here for my mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so some stuff we still got to be present and do and certain parts of your business you got to keep your eyes on you know so you got to be involved Mm -hmm. with knowing like knowing which you know which merch piece is moving better than others and it's up to you to know be on top of your shit and cover your ass yeah uh, there's a lot of stuff like that that we have to be on top of so so the going viral tour is going great hope to see you guys in a city near you for more info hit up chinglebean.com click tour and uh, we will be in Kansas City coming up this Thursday, Kansas City. And and uh, we do want to start taking the podcast on the road. Mm-hmm. So in Kansas City, we will be doing Airbnb there, just so you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought you meant live on the road. Uh-huh. Like, li- like live at the improv, attend and be in the audience for... The, the podcast. podcast. Oh on no, the road. I was talking about like now we can record in the hotel, record in the hotel with the uh, with the guys, so that we could have like midnight and hobby or on this show for Kansas yeah. City. It'd be cool to just sit there and chit chat. You just see that? Talk. You see that black case Jose gave me? It's like a thick. You see it? Uh, it's a big. You see it right there? Mm-hmm. Maybe that gets checked under the plane, but I'm gonna have to basically start bringing. That's what we're trying to avoid, right? I want in a perfect world, I want to be able to bring the quote-unquote podcast setup 
in my backpack. Oh, you see oh, what I'm so, saying? So that doesn't work. That little thing that we we brought with us this last. Well, the way Xavier was telling me is with the Zoom, you still want to plug in, like you still want to bring two mics with mm. you to plug into it. Got it. Um, versus just trying to straighten into it or whatever. Mm. If that makes mm. sense. So anyway, long story short, eventually. We want to tour with the podcast and do theaters and have to, you know, add shows. Yeah, I would love to be able to do that. that. I loved being able to meet everybody the day of um, that we did the live podcast here in Houston. I probably love the most being able to meet everyone and just put a face to the person who says, I love your podcast. Mm -hmm. You know, I really enjoy. I just really like meeting everybody, to be honest with you. My favorite, though, is I always want to cry when they tell me, like, I've been a fan of Chingo since I was. Yeah. It's like a proud mom. I'm like, thank you. You're like, damn, he's old as fuck. (laughs) No, I'm always like, thank you for, you know. Still in the game. People like the, uh, we got good feedback on on that last episode where I told a lot of music business stories. Oh, yeah, because they like that, yeah. Yeah, so. And we want to give you guys more more behind the scenes. A lot of of times I think the issue is is that we think they are going to probably think it's boring, so we don't talk about it. You know, we're like, who wants to know about that shit? Like, there's a lot. Okay, I'm going to give you an example. I was very upset with um, something that went down at one of the comedy clubs. Who pissed you off, baby? Well, it, okay, it wasn't so, necessarily so, that okay. I got was pissed off. I just didn't like the way things were were going. And luego? And so, what I mean by that is like, don't take it out on the fans. It's like, no, never. <laughs> of course not. You know, it's not their fault. They don't have any idea what goes on behind the scenes. You know, but when whenever like, you know what I'm saying. I think about all the things that, you know, that we go through. If they even knew, like, partial of the situations that, you know, some of the behind the scenes that happen, mm-hmm. like prepping. I try to record as much as I can on the vlogs to show them how what it takes for us to prep for, for every everything that we go out of town for. Mm-hmm. To getting the schedule for Mickey so that we're able to have her when we get back in town. When we are in town, are we able to have, you know what I'm saying? To making sure that podcast is there. Did this go out? Did that get done? Did taxes mm-hmm. get done today? You know what I'm saying? Coordinate so, the babysitter. Exactly. Coordinate the babysitter. You guys have to remember, someone said, oh, you're lucky because you have a babysitter, so you don't have to like worry about anything. No, like, you don't even know. I wish I had a babysitter so I could do whatever I wanted to do. I have a babysitter because we got to work. And it's like... We don't just get a babysitter so we can go have fun. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? It's like, we got to go podcast. Yeah, we have to go work. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So, when literally, when they're like, we wait, saw, who's watching y'all's kids right now? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. We're about to go relieve her right now. So, literally, the minute Luisa walks into the door, we've got the clock is ticking. It begins there, and we go all the way through nonstop until it's like, all right, it's pretty close to 5 p.m. We should probably find a, yeah. a stopping point. What do you think? Yeah, it's like, well, I got a couple things know. done. I don't know. We still got a few things done. I don't know. Should we? And then it's like, man, so we're just going to have to deal with it tomorrow. I got to upload these goodies for the patrons. Yeah. It's hard, guys. You guys have no idea. Sometimes it's it's the girl. Sometimes I put Penny to sleep, and and Chingo and I are sitting at the dining table discussing business versus just having a regular conversation. Yeah, and that that's just how it is when you're independent and you're an entrepreneur. But... Uh, we appreciate all the support because the YouTube's growing, the podcast is growing, everything's growing, everything's going great, going viral, is is off to a great start, sold out shows, and uh, excited for the rest of the tour. Yeah, same here. Meet you guys in person. And uh, once again, shout out to Los Patrones, patreon.com forward slash chingo bling. Till next time, guys. Se la lavan.
At Giant Eagle, you may have spotted the Stacker. With uncanny MyPerks ability, she stacks up the perks to choose either dollars off or up to 20% off her entire grocery bill. The Stacker, stacking up huge savings with MyPerks. Find your MyPersonality and transform your shopping into free gas and groceries. Full details at GiantEagle.com slash MyPerks. Perks cannot be earned or redeemed on select items. Restrictions apply.